You're listening to Tim Pod Radio. I'm Nicole from Night Owl Designs, and you can find me at shopnightowldesigns.com. been cosplaying for over like five years now maybe six um i focus i I've, I've been doing a lot of like ruby stuff but i also do a lot of video games like borderlands and skyrim and uh all types of things um i really like cosplay i like making things so i'm usually just building really crazy detailed props and costumes that's me hello <laughs> <laughs> And how did you get into cosplay? Uh, actually, peer pressure. Um, a few a few years ago, um, my friends were like, "Hey, there's this local convention that's going on. It's called KatsuCon, and we think you should go. We think you'd really enjoy it." And at the time, I didn't really know about cosplay. I wasn't as big of a nerd as I am now, especially like being like a weeby otaku. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it was very new to me. I didn't really know what to expect. And my first year I went as a Pokemon trainer. I put together a closet cosplay of more of like my version of a Pokemon trainer since I didn't really have the stuff to create like one of the actual characters. Um, so I went and I found out that Katsukon was really well known for costumes and I just kind of fell in love with it. <laughs> So this was like one of those instances where peer pressure was actually a good thing. Because <laughs> now I like go to Katsukon every year, plus a lot of other conventions. Uh, you mentioned your first costume. Do you remember uh, a lot about that first experience? Um, the first time that I actually like wore a costume like to a convention. Um, yeah, that was when I did my Pokemon trainer. I, well, it was different because I got to express my, like, how nerdy I was. Like, generally, like, I, I, well, like, before cosplay, I was a pretty shy, uh, nerd. Um, didn't have a whole lot of friends. Was kind of scared to show, like, my nerdy side. And then I found, and then I go to this con where people are, like, dressing up as Pokemon. I'm just like, this is pretty cool. Um, I really liked it because it allowed me to find people who like the same things as me, so like Pokemon, and we could connect and feel free to talk about our geeky stuff, geeky interests. <laughs> um, so generally, very, very positive 
uh, for my first experience and seeing people in like stuff that they've built or like they've worked hard on or like whatever was really inspiring to me and really pushed me to want to do like more challenging things because I know like my next costume that I actually built I did like another smaller one which was Liz and Patty from Soul Eater uh, which I modified and then I eventually within that same year I moved on to building my first costume entirely from scratch which was the Skyrim Nightingale which let me tell you was really ambitious <laughs> but it like I, like it's it's so inspiring to like see what people create and I I was just pushed to want to do more <laughs> We know, like, at conventions with cosplayers, a lot of them, uh, uh, like, people get their pictures took with cosplayers and stuff. Do you remember the first time somebody asked for a picture with you? Um, I know it definitely happened with, like, the Pokemon, but, like, what really, really sticks out to me, um, the most with, like, being, like, asked for photos, um, I think was when I built my first costume, like, entirely from scratch, which was my Nightingale. Um, I went back to KatsuCon, and I, like, well, both me and my sister cosplayed, like, the same character. We both did, like, the Nightingale from Skyrim, and we both worked really hard on these costumes. Like, it it, it was an ambitious build. Um, And what was cool was we got so many photos. I remember, like, the last day of the con, like, it being Sunday, and I'm, like, exhausted from, like, all, all the photos but I'm just so excited because people like it like as much as I liked it and like I feel like I really accomplished something um and it was like a really great feeling like I know like the last day like we were trying to leave like we were getting lunch with my grandparents because my grandparents dropped us off at the con and we were trying to go up the stairs to leave um and we were swamped with photos like we couldn't get up the stairs it was ridiculous but generally a really good feeling of accomplishment it, it, it was nice <laughs> do you still have some of your first costumes oh yeah i'm a hoarder <laughs> well not really a hoarder but like i like it's hard to part with something that i put my time and soul like into so i have a lot of my first costumes like including that Nightingale costume, which I've remastered, but like I thought about like throwing it away, but I was like, this is the first thing I built like entirely from scratch and by myself. So I like it's gonna be in my closet probably forever. <laughs> uh, one of the things I, a lot of cosplayers like to bring up is like the things they lo- like to do besides cosplay at conventions. What's one of the things you like to do besides cosplay? Besides just cosplay at cons? Yeah. Um, I like, well, I really like to socialize. I, I like go to cons to talk to people. Um, I love going to meet people and like being crazy and being like in character. Uh, but I guess that's cosplay because, yeah. Um, but that's a big reason why I, I do things like cookie parties or like the gatherings that I do. It's because I want to meet people. And I know generally cosplay keeps me pretty busy. So setting aside like a little bit to like get together and like eat cookies and talk like really helps me to like make new friends and help meet like other people and that kind of thing. So I generally like the community side of it for conventions. 
Uh, you also th you talked about earlier about how it cosplaying and uh, gave you a chance to explore a different side of yourself. Do you mm -hmm. find the side of yourself being completely different from your cosplay side to that? Well, cosplay like definitely gave me a chance to explore something different. Well, I guess it gave me more courage to really express who like who I am because like again like uh, like before cosplay like I was very shy I was very nervous about expressing my geeky self because I thought people wouldn't like me um and going out and seeing that there was other geeky people like in the cosplay and the and the convention scene really like pushed me out of my shell a bit to like express that geeky side and not just hide it away. So I really think that that's the true side of me, um, and I'm glad that cosplay really brought it out. <laughs> uh, with your, uh, what do you think is like your specialty? What like what is your strength as a cosplayer? I think my biggest strength has to be detail work. I'm kind of really trash for details. <laughs> Um, I know that a while back I made a Tiny Tina cosplay from Borderlands 2, and with that costume in particular, I made it entirely based off the in-game reference material, so I copied every single cel-shaded line, all the little, um, uh, like the imperfections, the seams, everything was copied because I have a, like, it's how I kind of, like, celebrate the work that I really admire. Like, I, like, replicate it and I want to bring it to life. So I was just like, I'm going to be really, like, nitpicky and just, like, copy every detail because it's, like, it's what I love to do. I just love to see something that I care so much about and really enjoy come to life. Uh, on the flip side of that, what would you think is your weakness, the thing you need to work on the most? Uh, thing I need to work on the most is not starting so many projects at <laughs> <once>. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, right now, like, I I'm, like, finishing up my Beacon Academy Ruby, and I'm like, okay, I gotta start my secret costume for RTX. I also got to do Trash Can of Ruby. I, I uh, like, I gotta start, um... Uh, my next swimsuit costume. I, I like have all these ideas, and I'm very spontaneous about them. Like one day, like I'm like, oh yeah, like I am gonna cosplay this, and the next day I'm like, oh no, I gotta do this now. <laughs> uh, with like you were talking about a, a swimsuit type cosplay. Uh, mm -hmm. would you consider is your like xenomorph considered that in a way? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I made the Xenomorph specifically for a, a water park con called ColossalCon. Um, so it's designed to be a swimsuit, and I can actually swim in it. And the coolest mm. part is, like my tail, it's basically a pool noodle, so it floats. <laughs> Uh, is that one of your most complicated builds you did? Um, definitely, like, one of my more complicated ones, um, simply because, well, one, the tail, uh, the tail has over a hundred, uh, dremeled, um, foam spikes, um, so it was a lot of work, um, and plus with the build, like, I had to figure out how to get it, like, it all to attach and stay on me without having, like, wardrobe malfunctions, because it is a swimsuit. <laughs> Um, plus with the headpiece, like, man, was that, was that something? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I would definitely say that that was 
one of my more complicated builds. Same thing with like something like my my remastered uh, So Nightingale build, which is primarily foam and um, pleather and a lot of super glue because I had to glue a lot of details onto that thing, which took forever. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now I know like some uh, cosplayers say they 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 only use a c- costume probably for one convention or some for multiple conventions. When you do something like that, that's a really complex one and it takes a while. Do you plan on like I'm gonna use this a lot? Oh yeah, definitely. Like if it's a big costume like that, then I usually take it to like a like a few cons. Sometimes like I wear it to like every con like. <laughs> Like, my Ruby cosplays, like, I pretty much bring at least one version of Ruby, I have ten versions, by the way, of (laughs) Ruby, uh, (laughs) to a con at, like, per costume. So, yeah, like, I think they get good usage, (laughs) I definitely say. (laughs) Uh, Do you usually do multiple uh, costumes for conventions? Like, do you do a morning and an evening one? per day sometimes it depends on the con and what i'm wearing most of the costumes that i have especially my like more complicated builds because they're so complicated and like require special makeup and for and it takes so long for me to put them on and like get them off sometimes i just stick with the one costume a day but like sometimes like if i have something simpler like, for instance, if I'm wearing um, my Ty Lee costume, I can definitely change out into, like, something like my Fallout, which is well, which is also a complicated build, but not as complicated as something like my Xenomorph or my Nightingale um, or Tiny Tina, which is, like, a lot of makeup. Um, but, yeah, so, like, it really depends. Uh, do you have a, a, like, a so-called, like, emergency costume or a casual one, let's say, if it's hot somewhere and you just want to do more of a casual cosplay yo 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 yeah like i have um (laughs) i have like pajama ruby that i usually bring to (laughs) con and i have like my trash hats and fidget spinning glasses so i'm just like if i want to be extra derpy i have the opportunity to plus be super uh, comfortable in like something like PJs or something, <laughs> which is really nice because some of those costumes can be rough to wear, <laughs> especially all day. Have you ever had a convention like where your costume you're just like I'm done with it, almost like a little kid when they're at Disney and they're done with their clothes halfway through? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, that's so true. Um, I know at CapsuCon this last year, I like I tend to like book myself too much with photo shoots and I was debuting my Nightingale cosplay um and the first day like the like the first time like I put it on like I had like three back-to-back photo shoots and and this was like at like eight like in the morning to like noon so I was like jam-packed with like stuff in my cosplay schedule um and then like by the time like my last shoot came up like i was like okay i need to take this off i've been paid like i'm really tired and oh my god this costume <laughs> uh, but yeah i definitely have those moments oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think is like um uh, the biggest attraction to people going into cosplay and do you think it's more of a community thing is it like is it the artistic the building side or 
I think it's a lot of different things. Um, like one, like what what drew me in was um, I get to be like be like my favorite character. I get to not be me me for a day. Like I I, I can be like this crazy video game character who like runs around and steals sweet rolls. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, and and I thought that was pretty cool. Um. Uh, but like, but like on top of that, like there's also like the artistic side. It's like, what can I create? And I think it's really cool to see things that you like come to life. So I would definitely see that, I guess, a draw as well on top of the, oh yeah, I get to be my favorite character. Um, <laughs> uh, you talked about the photography. Do you, uh-huh. uh, is that a big thing for you when you go to conventions? Is photo shoots one of the main things for you? It's definitely a huge thing for me, considering that, um, well, cosplayers and photographers kind of work together, like, to be a team, because without one, they're, like, they really can't be the other without the other, um, because we both kind of help each other out with our content. Um, so I would definitely say that it is pretty big. Like, I don't think there's a single con that I go to that I don't do photo shoots. Like, usually I do at least one or two at the minimum, Sometimes a lot more, depending on how big the con is and, like, what I'm wearing. Um, but, yeah, like, I would definitely say that it's a thing that I do. But it's not, like, the main thing I do. Like, I try not – well, nowadays, I try not to book myself too much. Like, I try to to plan some free time so I can actually hang out with my friends or take off the costume if <laughs> I want and have a break and eat food because that's important. <laughs> Uh, do you find it weird sometimes when you're at a convention and you're not in costume? Yeah. <laughs> it's a big reason why I'm always in cosplay. Like, like yo, like I'm that weird person who's like, I'm going to cosplay on Thursday. I'm going to cosplay day zero because I'm at this con and I'm excited to be this character. <laughs> so if I'm not in cosplay, like I'm like, I feel a little odd. So I'm just going to hop in something casual at least. <laughs> At the least. <laughs> so I feel like I am the character. <laughs> like a friend of mine, like we go to, we went to a convention and it had like an early day, but it was like, uh-huh. they, they hadn't even finished setting up yet, but you could go and look around and stuff like that. And like, she jumped in a costume right away and we were all just looking at her like. <laughs> Yo, like I feel that though. Like I'm like at uh, last Colossal well not this Colossal like I totally cosplayed at Walmart. No regrets. <laughs> Day zero, going to Walmart to get food. I've been cosplaying. That reminds me, uh, I live in Florida, and there's quite a few conventions down here, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Like, my sister lives down there, so. Yeah, and we were at a, we were in Orlando at a McDonald's, and Uh we were just sitting there, and all of a sudden, like, a whole troop of people dressed in Attack on Titan walked in, and it was like. (laughs) (laughs) And what? And it was like, and there was like one link from like Legend of Zelda oh, yeah. <laughs> in that bunch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, is there any cosplay that you really wanted to do but you haven't tried yet? Um, usually the cosplays that I really want to do, um, I, I do them. Um, I don't let difficulty or uh, cost or anything like really get like be an obstacle for me like if i'm determined to do something i'll do it so i don't think that there's one thing that i 
really wanted to do that I just have it. Have you ever started one and either through difficulty or you just lose interest? Have you ever had one that you just didn't finish because of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I have a bunch of projects that I've started and I just haven't had the chance to finish. And it's not necessarily because I'm just, like, dumb with them. Uh, because, like, I like to work on things that I, like, feel, like, motivated to work on. Um, so a really good example is um, Sarah from Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two. I'm doing her more complicated outfit with, like, all the very detailed stitches and that kind of thing. And I chose to do that character because I really love her, and I love her design. I feel like I... Um, I I feel like the project was like a passion project because like I wanted to do it um, for like the detail because I specific I specifically loved it so much and I wanted to really sit there and really focus on my craftsmanship and I took a break from it because a whole bunch of cons came up and I had like other plans to do I just really didn't want to rush it so I think it's more of a thing where I'm just like I want to take my time and do a good job so that's why I take those little breaks like that uh just for like general information like about how long does it take you to do a standard costume um, lately I've been pumping them out pretty fast. <laughs> um, I've had costumes take two weeks, which I don't recommend because it's very stressful. <laughs> um, and, uh, lately most of my builds have been taking me, uh, about one to two months to do, De- mm-hmm. like depending on how complex it is. It's, it's about one to two months. Uh, with, like, the time frame, how much planning goes into, like, because you got to plan for conventions and stuff like that. Do you plan out, like, months and months ahead of time, or? I try not to plan too far ahead, because I used to do that, and then I'd come up with, like, groups and stuff that I would, like, eventually drop, because I get inspired by other things along the way, and I'm just like, I want to do that. Um, so I try not to plan too far ahead, uh, but generally... Um, the furthest ahead that I do plan is probably one to two months, and I just go from there. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with like the style of costumes, like you talked about, uh, like a swimsuit style costume, and then you mm-hmm. got your Skyrim costume, which is you're almost covered if I ain't mistaken, ain't it? Like, oh yeah, right? oh yeah. You don't yeah. see anything except my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> do you have your favorite kind, or do you just like doing all different kinds? It's really hard to say which one's my favorite because I love them all because they all have their own, uh, like, unique challenges. And that's what I really like about them is it challenges me in different ways to, like, use new materials or try different styles or whatnot. So I can't really have a favorite (laughs) (laughs) because I just love them all so differently. Uh. One of the things I like a lot of people like hearing about is what the cosplayers like uh, workshop or work area is. Some people have like a garage. Some people just have their house and it's all over the place. What's your work area like? Oh my gosh, my work area is chaos. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I have like a little sewing room that I'm actually in right now because <laughs> I'm actually finishing up my Beacon Academy Ruby jacket. Um, and right now it is essentially my gaming computer, uh, my sewing machine, the irons on the floor, uh, there's fabric and needles everywhere. It is like, (laughs) 
it, it like it's a war zone because I have a con in like I think three days. Yeah, it's like three days. Um, so I'm prepping for that, and usually right before a con, it's it's a mess. Um, I do well. This is where I like do like my sewing stuff. Like I do also work in the garage for like prop stuff and that's general well that's pretty clean right now because i'm not working on props uh right now for this con um but for the next one i will woo um <laughs> and then i also work at a friend's house so there's a lot of different places that i go <laughs> to work on my stuff um that makes me think like do you do a lot of cosplays with people not not necessarily like in groups for like photos or anything like that but work on them together oh yeah definitely um lately i've been doing a lot of my projects with uh jake scribbles uh you can find him on facebook instagram all that fun stuff um he's the one who actually designed my xenomorph swimsuit um, he could actually draw stuff, unlike me, so I'm just like, can you draw my swimsuit? <laughs> and he's perfectly fine with that, slash helping me with, like, foam and crazy stuff that I am like, I want to do, and we have two weeks to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, usually I work with people. Um, I'm, like, totally for that. Uh, looking at some of your cosplays from, like, even, like, photos of your, uh, Tiny Tina to... Like, the Xenomorph uh, video you had with the bubbles, which was a very mm-hmm. cool video. <laughs> uh, like, there's a lot of energy in the stuff you do. Are you oh, yeah. Are you the energetic one of the group when you go? It, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, well, when people go to, like, try to find me at cons or they message me, they're like, how, like, how do I find you or whatever? And I'm, like, usually, like, just listen for the screaming because usually 90% of the time I'm, like, screaming at the con, like, like whenever I go, um, like, screaming about how excited I am and getting really in character. Like, I'm pretty hyper like there's a reason i cosplay like characters like tiny tina and and uh ruby rose from ruby it's because i'm essentially that same hype level (laughs) (laughs) like energy all the time (laughs) so like uh is there anything that makes you like when you go to convention where you I wouldn't say drop character, but in a way, character, because, like, cosplayers are in character, and they get in character for photos with people and photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Is there any one thing that makes you kind of geek out, like, like seeing uh, another good cosplayer or celebrity even at a fo- convention? Oh, like, when people, like, get in character? Yeah. And that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, I definitely, like, love it when people go the extra mile, and they act out how that character would act. They'd say, like, lines that um, the character was known for, or, like, whatnot. Like, I definitely geek out, like, at that stuff. Like, I know, like, there's some cosplayers that I follow specifically, because they're so good at it. Like, there's this one group that I follow who do Tiny Tina and Creek from Borderlands, and I'm super Borderlands trash, so I, like, love, like, whatever they post, like, their in-character uh, so videos of them, like, doing all the crazy, like, Tiny Tina and, like, Krieg talk, and I'm just like, I love this, this is great, stay pure. By the <laughs> way, if you guys want to follow them, their page name is A Thousand Faces Cosplay, so good, like, I love them. <laughs> cool, I'll have to check it out myself. I actually uh, had to finally meet them at Colossal Kai, which was pretty cool, after I've been following them for years, so. 
they're super sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it comes to your costumes and stuff, like when you're like making them, do you use a form when you're making them, or do you just fit them toward your size as you're going? Mm, it really depends on the build. I do have a dress form for like things uh, to sew and like whatnot, but like for things like um like the xenomorph and how it has to be so form-fitted for things like that i do duct tape builds so essentially i have a friend um uh, saran wrap me and then duct tape me and then get really up close and personal and (laughs) draw out uh like the parts that I need for the costume and then carefully cut them out. So it really depends on like what the build is, but I generally do both. <laughs> uh, we know like most cosplayers are going to conventions when they cosplay. Like, but I mean, there's cosplayed almost everything now from like shows, the uh, different kinds of conventions. Uh, is there anything about conventions you don't like that much? Because like, Personally, myself, the food's always a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yo. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now that you bring up food, like, there was this one con that I went to, and we were starving. Like, like we haven't eaten, like, all day. We were about to go and drive home since we were just staying for the day, essentially. And we were just like, before we make the long road trip back, let's get some food. So we stopped by... Uh, like one of the uh, food places that was inside the convention center. And we were like, okay, those pizzas look pretty cute. Of course, they were like way too pricey because it's convention food. Of course, they're going to like make it super expensive. Um, Get the pizza. And I remember like sitting down, taking a bite of the pizza and being like, this is the worst pizza ever. (laughs) It was like rubbery. You could totally tell like the pizza was microwaved for probably a few seconds before they gave up because there was such a long line. (laughs) But yeah, it was the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. Uh, with your cosplay and stuff, do you have a background in costuming, or did you just learn as you went? Um, well, I, when I started to cosplay, I was in college, um, and at the time, like, I was studying, like, literature and, like, that kind of thing, um, and then it was later on that cosplay really inspired me to get more into the theater side so the like the university that I went to had like a theater uh like uh so like a minor that I could do and specifically in cosplay so I then decided that that's what I was gonna do so I did my theater minor specifically in costuming I took like every costuming class I um, got a job at the costume shop, so I ended up making costumes for uh, the shows that we put on, which was pretty cool. And then I eventually ended up founding and being president of the cosplay guild for there. So, yeah, I definitely think that I have a background, but I think it developed while, like, I was kind of finding my place within the cosplay world so yeah (laughs) (laughs) what what do you think you've learned in cosplay it's going to affect your like future like is there a lesson you learned or a skill you learned 
Um, I feel like cosplay... Well, I feel like the biggest thing with cosplay is, like, you'll never stop, like, learning new things. There will always be something out there that's new, and you can't really be afraid of it. Like, it's okay to be new at something. Uh, People have to start somewhere, and I don't let fear of of like working with something new or trying out a new tool or like whatever or trying out a new technique or new type of costume um i welcome it i see it as a good challenge and i feel like i'll constantly be learning and i think that's a really cool thing about cosplay is it like i will probably like never be bored by it because i'm gonna constantly be challenging myself and taking away like new material that I didn't know about before. So definitely uh, that. <laughs> uh, uh, earlier you mentioned like uh, having a Twitch. What do you mm-hmm. primarily use your Twitch for? I play a lot of video games. <laughs> um, lately I've been playing some Fortnite, which has been pretty great. I, I love me some Fortnite. Uh, I played a lot of Fallout. Uh, also can't wait for Fallout 76. I know that that's what I'll probably be playing when that comes out because I'm a huge Fallout slash Bethesda junkie. Hence why I have so much Bethesda cosplays because I, I love them. Um, but yeah, primarily gaming. I, I, I love video games. I was a gamer before I was a cosplayer, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gotten sucked into the Fortnite bubble. It's so good. Like, I kind of want to do a cosplay from it. Like, I was like, I want to be the dinosaur. I was like, telling my friend, I was like, I'm going to be the person that dies like two minutes in. Because <laughs> that happens to me a lot. <laughs> I feel that, though. It's like, parachute die, parachute die. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Uh, with the gaming side of things, do you like more cosplay gaming characters, or is it from, like, movies, or? Most of my costumes are from games, because I feel like I started off playing, like, more games and being more, like, of a game. Well, I'm, like, so uh, far behind with, like, movies and stuff, so I, like, tend to, like, I sometimes do movies. I think being Xenomorph is probably, like, one of the first movie characters that I've done. I do have another one that I'm doing pretty soon. That's not a, not the Xenomorph, but something else that's cool and sci-fi-y. Um, but I would say, yeah, it's definitely more gaming, like Borderlands and Skyrim and Fallout. A lot of games. <laughs> do you automatically, when you're watching something or playing a game, think, oh, I want to do that. I really want to do it. Yes. Sometimes, like, I'm, like, playing a game and I see a design that I really like or, like, a character whose personality, like, I really, like, connect with and I'm, like, I want to cosplay this. And I, like, then, like, the entire way through, like, I'm, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this (laughs) until I eventually do it. Uh, I become pretty obsessed with it, I would say. (laughs) Well, that can be a good thing, too. Yeah. (laughs) when you go to conventions or events, uh, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but you see other people sometimes and you're like, crap, I, I wish I did it that way or something, or I, I admire the way they did it. Definitely, yeah. I think, like most people, um, tend to compare themselves with like other people, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, um, because you can take a lot 
away from like learning how somebody else does something like wig styling, for instance. I know that I am not that great at wig styling. So when I go to a con and I see someone else's wig that I really like, I'm like, ooh, that looks really good. And then I'll go up to them and I'd be like, oh, so how did you do this? And like, do you have like any suggestions or like whatnot? Um, I think it's a big reason why, like, I would compete in costume contests because there's a lot of people, a lot of talented people there uh, who you can learn a lot from, like, just, like, backstage talking with them. Um, So I definitely, so definitely, like, I tend to, like, scope out people who I who I admire and I go and I ask questions. I think that's very important. Like, we shouldn't feel like we can't talk to each other and get help. Um, Like it's okay to have like a senpai and be like, Hey, how did you do this? You're really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You were talking about doing wig styling uh, Mm -hmm. and and that. Do you, do you always think sometimes about you were talking about always learning? Do you think Mm -hmm. sometimes like, Oh, I want to do this and it doesn't bother me a bit that I have to learn this totally new thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Going back to wig styling, I had to stub my first wig um, for Kasaka. <laughs> um, I don't do a lot of wig styling, so this was interesting. I was doing Tai Lee from uh, the Avatar, the last Airbender series, um, and we were doing the island version. Um, and Tai Lee has her hair up in a high ponytail, and I got like the genie wig. Um, and you have to stub that one to get the ponytail look that she has. And I definitely had to, like, do something new because I don't work a whole lot with wigs. Or I do minimum styling, and this was a lot of styling for me. And when I was doing it, um, a specific cosplayer um, who I really admire kind of drew as inspiration. Um, she's actually, like, a really good friend of mine, uh, Noju Cosplay. Um, she's so talented at, like, wig making. And, like, the entire time, like, I, I was building it, like, I was, like, thinking about her advice and what she has told me about wig styling and, like, whatnot. And I was, like, I'm going to make this and I'm going to make it and hopefully impress her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I really wanted to push myself and make it look nice so we can be cute together because, uh, since we were actually all doing this a- as a group. So I'm actually good friends with her. Like she's like my best friend. So, oh, that's cool. um, we did together as a group. Uh, is groups, re- uh, group cosplays like connected, like the same universe or is that something you do a lot or do you tend to be like, you're, you might be in a group with people, but you're doing different characters? Um. I usually do groups. I tend to be the one who starts them, and then I invite people. Um, I like well when I do groups. I like to have it so people can cosplay whoever they want. Um, like they don't have to all be different characters. They can all be the same characters if if they want. I don't care. Like I just want them to have fun. Um, and when I invite people to do those groups, I want them to feel like they can cosplay the character that they want to do. So I think it's totally cool to be like whatever you want. Duplicates are welcome. Perfectly fine. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of cosplayers have like to fund it because we all know cosplaying isn't a cheap thing to do. Oh, they've, no, <laughs> they've did stuff like Patreons or they sell like prints and stuff. Is that mm-hmm. something you do? Um. 
Patreon soon. Um, I want to make cosplay more of a full-time thing for me to do. Like, I, I eventually want to get to the point where, well, it could be, like, a full-time job. That would be really cool because it's what I love to do, and I could do it every day, and, and I'd be happy for the rest of my life. Um, so I definitely do plan on doing a Patreon um, probably next month. <laughs> Fair, like sooner than you think um but like on the topic of like money and like funding for cosplays and that kind of thing um something that's been pretty popular right now is the use of coffee um so i have a coffee and i um put out uh, like i set certain goals and that kind of thing for different builds like for instance my xenomorph was funded completely funded by coffee um, I just type, I, well, first I do the research to see how much it would cost me to build the costume. And then I set the goal and put it out to my following. And if people want, they could send me money and I would do like a shout out or like uh, they would see like sneak peeks behind the builds or whatever. Um, but I think it's a really good way for people to be able to support since I've had people come up to me being like, I love your work. Um, I'd love to just, I would love to support you, but I don't know how. And I'm like, there's a lot of ways you can coffee definitely being, uh, being one of them, uh, with like helping me financially, um, be able to build something like as complicated as like the, as like the Xenomorph or, or like something like a Nightingale or whatever. Well, uh, cosplaying is very much an art form. Like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And anybody that thinks it isn't, you know, they're just nuts. Like, because it is. Oh, yeah. It's an art <laughs> form. And, like, most people, well, some people don't have, uh, think you shouldn't pay for art, but whatever. You should pay for art. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, do you think there's any blowback sometimes with cosplayers? Because some people think, look at it as being, like, not a job thing so they're like oh why are you asking for money and it's like well you're producing an art that people like do you think there's any blowback on cosplayers sometimes um i've heard that there's been some blowback like with people who like for instance start patreons people are like oh you're putting your stuff behind a paywall what are you doing blah 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 but like I've noticed a lot of the community has grown more accepting of it because they understand um, that it it, it 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 costs time, it costs money, it costs a lot um, to put something like a costume or, or a big prop together. Um, and it's I see it like as like another form of like of like media. Um, like we're producing content. We're co we are content creators. Um, and like similar to like people who do live streams or who do like have their own YouTube channels, we're providing content for people. Um, and it takes time and money and effort for us. And I think it can definitely like evolve into uh, like a job type thing. So I think people have grown pretty accepting of that which is nice yeah. like cosplay is like instead of it just being seen like as something that could be a hobby it's being seen as something that can evolve into someone's job which is actually pretty cool yeah 
Uh, on the grounds of like you were talking about, like people doing different things to raise money. Mm-hmm. There's we all know there's different kinds of cosplay. There's like there's like the normal cosplays. I won't mm-hmm. say normal because that almost makes other stuff sound negative. But yeah. there's what what the mainstream people make their cosplay, and then there's other stuff like Bold Wire comes cosplay, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. and more risque photos and stuff like that. Do you think like there's room for all that? Because I actually do think there's room for all that oh, yeah. if you don't like it. But what's your opinion on those different styles? Oh yeah. Um. Well, I am definitely for it. If like you want to cosplay something a certain way, like if it like if you want to do like the original version of something, go for it. But like if you want to do something that's let's say more sexy go for it there shouldn't be something that stops you like and like nothing that like really defines what is or is not cosplay cosplay is what you make it like have fun with it (laughs) have you within your uh, bathing suits cosplay had any issues like people having issues with any of those surprisingly like i've have gotten so like such a positive response Especially from the cosplay community, it's been overwhelming how positive it's been. Um, that it really like blocks out like a lot of the negative. Granted, yes, because it is a swimsuit, I have received a little bit of harassment and a little bit of hate because people are just like, Ugh, sexy uh, costume, not costume thing. It's just a girl in who just put on a swimsuit, but really. It's like, no, I actually built that costume entirely from scratch. There was a lot of effort put into it. And who is to say what is cosplay and what is not cosplay? If someone doesn't like something, uh, they should just scroll. (laughs) Scroll (laughs) past it. Just let me have my fun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, There's a recent, like, magazine that just started up called uh, Cosplay Journal. Oh, really? Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, you can, like, uh, probably look it up online, like, I am uh, definitely looking this up online. <laughs> but uh, with all that, uh, this stuff like different kinds of cosplay and cosplay for different uh, people and in different mm-hmm. places, do you think it's growing or is it plateauing? Or I think it's definitely growing. Like with the amount of cons that I'm seeing like pop out of nowhere, like it's definitely like still growing. And I think that is just so awesome because going back to like like cosplaying become a, like becoming a legitimate job like this gives like people the opportunity to actually make that like a reality uh, because it gets the attention of like from businesses like from gaming companies to like come in and like hire cosplayers or like whatnot um so yeah i definitely see it as growing <laughs> uh where do you see it going do you think do you see like it changing in different ways Mm, well i feel like it will constantly change it will constantly evolve people will constantly just be like discovering like new materials the scene will be changing uh and like that and like that kind of thing i can't really predict how but like i know like i kind of expect it like i don't expect it to always be the same it Mm. it will change (laughs) Oh, and I was right earlier. It is called Cosplay Journal. <laughs> ah, oh my gosh, I yeah. I need I, I need this because <laughs> lately, yeah. like I just have like cosplay culture, which is pretty cool. Like yeah. I love like going to the bookstore and being like, oh yeah, look here it is. I love. Uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like uh, um, 
live journal. I mean, not live journal. Instagram. It shows you how old I am that I said live journal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Instagram the main place where most people can find you? Um, Instagram is probably like one of my more active social media that I use. Although it's not the only one I have, I I I also have a Facebook page, um, and a Twitter. So I actively use that. I also have a Tumblr, but I don't really talk about my Tumblr that much because I haven't updated it in probably a month. I think I, I mostly use it for, like, collections of photos <laughs> and uh, tutorials when I remember to post them. I auto-post to my Tumblr, and I only remember That's that That's smart. It's, yeah, I only remember it's there when all of a sudden it says, somebody liked something on your Tumblr, and I'm like, oh, I still have one of those. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that exists. That's right. Yep, there it is. <laughs> So, uh, like, again, uh, thank you for joining me and agreeing to talk to me late thank at night. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, is there any upcoming uh, projects or anything you'd like to talk about before we go? Ooh, yeah, actually. Uh, uh, so, this is one that I haven't discussed with anybody, so this is kind of like, ooh, reveal. Um, my next big swimsuit thing that I'm doing that's like more sci-fi side I plan on making a gremlin from gremlins and mm. I am really obsessed with the idea of transformation so I'm gonna have it transform from gizmo to the gremlins so mm. the scary looking thing so gonna have the combination of cute and scary and transforming and it's gonna be great and fun and challenging <laughs> but it's gonna be a good time i'm be, really excited be interesting to see how that turns out oh yeah definitely <laughs> and that's something you're currently working on right now um i'm in the planning stages right now mm -hmm. i have designs um right now i am looking at materials and doing my character study but i am going to be starting that in in the next two weeks or so like actually building it <laughs> cool and like i said thank you again for agreeing to talk to me and it's yeah, thank you. <laughs> Under the Training Books is a sleep-deprived, often drunk writer's brain dump, expelling the wasteland of words and thoughts from his brain so he can reboot for the rest of the week. Under the Training Book is a journal-style show resembling a diaryland blog. It's a mix of rants on politics, musings about faith, pop culture references, and every stream of consciousness thought that might cross the mind, all on Tin Pod Radio. Yeah.